0: What's up everybody welcome back it's your boy D for episode number 15 of the show is about to begin we got a lot of things to get into i got a full list right here if you're watching eminem uh music to be murdered by things i want to cover things i want to talk about i want to talk about the baby's um recent run in with the hotel worker manager whatever it is in beverly hills we're gonna talk about pop smoke getting popped and that's pretty much gonna be the whole show mostly it's gonna be eminem and the baby and pop smoke and then we'll just see, you know, let you guys enjoy your monday or whatever day you're listening to this episode but before we get into that Make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you listen to. on. YouTube, you search up D Friend, you can find all the videos, all the clips. If you're watching on, uh, if you're listening on SoundCloud, Spotify, or iTunes, make sure you follow over there as well, so you don't miss the show. Cause it's Monday through Friday, you don't want to miss a daily show. So you want to be able to know when it comes out, so go follow over there. So a lot of albums did come out this weekend, so I want to touch on that first before we get into music to be murdered by, because obviously when Eminem drops. You discuss it, you talk about it. Regardless of where you think of his standing is in uh, the game at the moment, when Eminem drops, you listen and you talk about it on your shows. So, Mac Miller did Drop Circles. I didn't really dive too much deep into that because I was watching the music to be murdered by. I don't really, um, of recent post-Hummus albums, I don't know about in the past when people passed away and they released albums, but lately the post-Hummus albums that have come out haven't really been that great in my opinion. You know, the X's, the, just, just to me. They haven't been that great. So hopefully this Mac Miller project is going to um, change my mind on it. And it is surprising. When we talk about the Circles album tomorrow, we're going to talk about the projections. It's projected to sell 200,000 first week, right? And I just want to not pit two people who passed away against each other. But it's, it's an interesting thing to look at. You know, Mac Miller is expected to 200,000. I want to see what X's first album after he passed away did. Just because when you look at social media, you would look at it and assume that, um, X had the bigger. We'll talk about that tomorrow when I talk about circles. Also, uh, Revenge of the Dreamers came out. That was going to be the album I was going to discuss, uh, the top of the morning, Monday morning. But hey, you know, Eminem surprised us with music to be murdered by, and that holds precedent over any other album that's dropping. It's just honest, you know what I'm saying? Whether you like them or not, it holds precedent in the culture. It makes people stop and it makes people listen. Everybody, it doesn't matter who it is. So, I can get this water bottle out the way real quick. Overall. The album is, it's good. It's a good album, right? And most Eminem albums to me are good albums. I don't think Eminem's ever put out like, this is just straight trash, horrible, can't listen to it, never listen to it ever again, right? But I just want to get this analogy out the way before I even get into other little tidbits I wrote down within the album. I was thinking about this yesterday. Eminem albums to me are like a good film, Right? Let's just say, like *The Irishman*, right? It's nice, put together. It's made by famous, the most famous filmmakers, and some of the best actors of the olden days, right? It's a great film. You look, you'll watch it. Be like, oh, that was a great movie. It probably should win like an Oscar or something like that. It's one of those type of films. But you'll probably never rewatch it ever again. And that doesn't mean it's bad. That's just it did what it did. You look at his art piece. It's a piece of art, and then you move on, right? And that's how I feel like Eminem's albums are. Because a lot of songs I listen to, if it's not the single or whatever, with the with the singy pop chick on it, and that one isn't even I don't think that's one that's the the one off the album that's gonna blow the um uh I'm leaving heaven. That's not gonna be the single or whatever. But that's what Eminem's are album, Al, Eminem's albums are. You can appreciate it. He's rapping really good, his punch signs, all that is great because Eminem is one of the greatest rappers of all time. But it's something you're not gonna you're just not gonna go back to, right? drakes and people like this kendrick's like when they put out their albums it's like the avengers you love the shit what was a lot going on and it is as good as an irishman but it's something you'll probably watch over and over and over again that's just that's just my analogy on eminem the albums in general so let's just get to it man so the very first track on the album is called premonition right that's great he speaks on pretty much this is what this is this is the thing with premonition this is the thing with eminem i don't like only because it's like Every album is like a response in reply to people who critique the last album. It's like, all right, dog, you that that aspect of your you you coming back with a new album every time. You guys didn't like that one, I just did, but I liked it. But you shit it on me, and I'm back to show. Like, all right, nigga, we we get it, we get it. Nobody liked the last shit. Actually, people like Kamikaze. Nobody liked Revival. I liked Revival, but just just, just stop doing it. Y'all y'all t- y'all ain't saying the same things to Chains and Jay, but y'all doing it to me. But uh, Dog, just just relax. Just 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 get over it. People aren't really rocking with the new shit. That's just how it is. We're in a different era. We're in a different sound. People don't want to hear the rap, rabbity, rap shit. You have your underground fans. Eminem is one of the people who gets hated the most in on the internet. But every time he's going to sell through, like I think he's projected to sell through 25,000 first week, right? But he's always like Clamoring stuff. I feel like he's still insecure when he hears these opinions. Like he can act like he's not insecure. He's out in Detroit doing whatever he do, but he's he's very insecure when you listen to his music, right? And I guess as an artist, you would be if you hear people just constantly bashing you over and over and over again. Especially some of like the prominent voices in the industry are continually bashing you. You kind of like, damn, what the fuck I gotta do? Y'all loving these motherfucking mama rap niggas, and I'm coming with the bars, and I'm I'm doing real hip hop is why y'all don't fuck with me. And I just plain and simple like. The way you rap isn't appealing to everybody's ears. Like I said, replay value. Some of that shit I wouldn't want to listen to over and over and over again. Good messages, that's great. I love it. But as far as the song goes, I'm not really coming back to listen to that shit um, that many times, right? So that's how I feel about the first track. I just him complaining. Then there was a, I think there was a, I think that was the first track where he talked about Ariana Grande and the bomb thing. I'm a blow up outside. I think that was, I don't remember correctly, but I know that was like a big thing. And everybody was like, Oh, he's so disrespectful, Ariana. That was a tragedy. I mean, he's just playing on words. I mean, he, this is Eminem. You know what you get with him. Like I never, I didn't listen to that bar. And be like, oh my God, he's talking about the, he talked about the kids at Columbine. Line them up like Columbine. He even talked about all the mass shootings. in a a different song. This so like, when I seen that and people going outraged, that's just another thing of people wanting to grasp for straws and just find anything. Like I see people saying all Eminem albums are just him trying to pull out a salacious headline and then um, blow it up. And then everybody's going to talk about it. No, it's like, this is the way he raps. Like he's going to talk about relevant topics and throw it in there in a way that might be shocking, like any shocking comedian would, it's kind of like a comedian aspect, like a comedian will pull from a very tragic event and try to turn into a joke and make it funny. Eminem, he just does that in his rapping, the way that he raps, that's just the way that he goes about doing those type of songs. So that's off the first thing. That's just one little tidbit. Um, it was good though. It was like really good. I just don't like when them complains. So that's how I feel about that track right there. So I want to talk about two songs on the album that I feel are really, really dope just because I can end a somewhat relate to it, but not relate to it fully. Because as far as like killing the person, I don't really go that deep. And that's leaving heaven and stepdad. So in a world where we always say there's like, I don't want to be a hypocrite. Like always when I listen to certain music, I like, Oh, this is dead music. They're not talking about anything. There's, there's nothing really to, to, one-on-one like understand what this person's life's actually like because i don't understand rolls royce big money thousand dollars on street like i don't understand that because i don't live that life but then there's leaving heaven which is from what i gather from is like an ode to his dad not even owed in a good way because if you like i take a first class trip down the hill and kick your ass and da da him bringing up the trauma of being around his dad right or not being a lack of having a dad right and i can relate to that because I don't have a dad, but that's probably as far as I can relate in that situation. Like I don't really hold, um, I don't really hold a grudge against my, my dad for not being there in my life. Cause I don't know if it could have helped me. I don't know if it would have been detrimental for him. Like maybe having a dad could have been detrimental. He could have been a piece of shit who was just around just to try to act like he was a good dad, but he could have been abusive. He could have been like, I don't know what that relationship could have been like. So I don't really dwell on um, relationships like that. But for Eminem, I'm guessing that was a really soft spot for him because maybe in his eyes, when you listen to stepdad, it's like maybe his mindset is if you were here as my dad, cause stepdad is another song obviously about how his stepdad was abusive and he was this. And, um, he ended up getting fed up with it. And then when he said the second grader learned about like cyanide, I mean, I don't know in second grade where I would ever seen that, but you know, it's a song he's, he's painting the picture. He's bringing the story in and then he ends up, um, beating his stepdad over with a bat and killing him. Which is very, you know what I'm saying, all the way there. But it's meant to be shocking. It's meant to be like a story that you could follow along with. But with Leave it Heaven, maybe in Eminem's mind, it's like, if you was there, this stepdad guy wouldn't been there to beat my ass and do me dirty. So he'll resent you for that. And I just don't have those things. Like, I had a stepdad who was like, you know what I'm saying, when he, I can relate when he's talking about um, mom and stepdad are arguing. You can hear it through the thin walls. It's seeming like that to everyday um scenario, is just the norm like I get that. I get that because that's what happens with when step parents come into the house and they do like they it becomes like a toxic type of environment. I, I understand the things that he's going through. Now I have I I've never really thought of one to physically uh, attack maybe you know I was 12 and 11 I'm like you know this guy's yelling at my mom I want to do something I gotta get that aspect like I'm too small this is a grown man this guy's big there's nothing really I could do about it when I get older if they're still around he's still treating my mom like that then I'll do something you know I'll be able to so I can relate to that so I like songs that I can relate to and leaving heaven just Eminem letting you in in discussing his feelings about his dad, oh, even though he always goes to the fucking extreme, he always goes to hey, I want to kill somebody, my mom, my stepdad, my my real dad, I want to beat the shit out of you even when you're in hell, and I'm in like he goes to the extreme, but sometimes I feel like you got go to go the extreme to really paint how you feel. So I don't ever want to knock somebody for it. Like I said, those are songs I probably won't go back to, just you know, riding in the car and shit like that, but. When I listen to him, I can appreciate him, I can understand him, and I can uh, understand their great piece of artwork that Eminem put out Because he's putting he's putting himself out there. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, he's doing more than most artists would even do, because most artists aren't putting themselves out there. They're not really letting you get behind the curtain. They're showing you the flat... The, a lot of rappers is just Instagram, right? They're just showing you the good that's happening. A lot of people don't want to show you the bad. And Eminem, at least, is, uh, even though you'd be like, well, he's rich, he's this, he's that, but obviously... He still got some pain in his life. Obviously, he's still feeling something from his dad not being in his life. His stepdad, you know, of course his mom. That's been throughout his whole career, his issue with his mom. But, you know, he sound like, honestly, I think this would be a good, like even though Charlamagne always talks about his music and talks about how he doesn't really vibe with it. But it's like the 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 kind of wave that Charlemagne's on is when he goes in one-on-one with some people and he talks about growth and he talks about trying to get past things and therapy and all that type of stuff, mental health. I think him sitting down with Eminem just about from listening to some of the songs on this album and even songs in his previous album, the shit that's really pained Eminem and hurt Eminem. Like that would be a really dope interview, I think, to kind of pull things out of Eminem on the mental aspect and on that side of things. So you can understand him on a deeper level, because I, I get how people when they say like, oh, I don't relate to killing my mom. Oh, cause I used to say shit like that. Like, I don't relate. I don't, I don't want to kill my mom. I don't want to do, de- but like, he's just taking it to an extreme thing to just grab your it. It's like, it's just, an, it's an extreme attention grab to get you in there, but he's not literally like, I'm going to kill my mom and slice her head off and lick her, not lick her clip, but cut her clip. This is crazy shit that he says. I don't even know why I said lick her clip. That's a little, that's a little wild. but those songs are dope. And then there's Darkness, right? So Eminem dropped a video for Darkness. I I fell asleep before all this shit came out, before I even knew. I woke up to the news that Music To Be Murdered By came out, right? I'm an old man. I got kids. I'm sleeping. So Darkness came out, and I watched the Darkness video at first. This because, like, oh, I want to watch the video before I get in the podcast. And when you do stuff like that, when you just watch something real quick, and you don't really, like, inhale it, actually, like, really get it all in, you look like, oh, there's some, like, what the fuck is this? I don't, all right, I'm not even going to talk about this. But when I'm listening to the album, and I'm like, listen to it a couple times. Darkness. It's not a single to me. It's not something that's gonna get played. Like I, I don't think Eminem's put out like a, a a single that's like getting played on the radio like how he used to have a Rihanna. Like, love the way you lie, and like he don't, he hasn't put out nothing like that where his album's gonna last that way. Like I said, it's just a great movie. Um, like a like a like one of those Oscar-worthy movies that you never see, but when you do see, it's like, oh, that's like a, a art. That's like a masterpiece. It's not a big blockbuster. But my point for darkness is just the, the skill like you can't deny the skill level regardless if you want to replay it or what you cannot deny the skill level of Eminem right to be able to simultane, simultaneously be rapping like you're just speaking on being scared for your show but then making those words also translate to the guy that shot up the uh, the concert in Mandalay Bay. It's just, on. nobody's doing, I don't know who's, a, who's the last person that's done that. You can probably drop names in the comment section of somebody who's recently, who's done that, who is just so mad. It's just like, when you see a skill set like that, it's like, you got to, it's just hats off to the guy. It, it, you's got, like, you have to respect when somebody can do something that you've really never seen too many other people do especially in today's days like i don't know if kendrick's ever done that i'm not gonna say drake because drake don't even really make that type of shit but i never seen drake do that i I don't think i've seen cole do that like to be able to be to to, it's kind of like that it's kind of like this this is what i think about when i think about that song because you could look at it either way you know those pictures or those images where you look at it one one way you see one image but if you focus on it the other way you'll get a whole totally different perspective that's what this song is if you go, if you listen to the song and you're just focused on the part of being anxious for a show and being scared that's not going to be sold out, then you'll listen to the whole song and it'll be about that. But then if you also focus on the shooter, if you focus on the Las Vegas scene, you could hone in on that. And it could just be, really, it could be two different experiences within the same song. And I think that's crazy. And I don't know if people are going to give them credit for that. I haven't listened to any of the other uh, podcasts speak on the album yet because I want to put my opinion out there first. And then I'll just go listen to what everybody else is saying about the album. But it's like, that's a crazy fucking skill. Like, that's one thing I don't think Drake can do. He probably could sit down and possibly do that. But the way that Eminem, like, but through the magazines to see, like, he talking about, if you're looking at it one way, magazines, like regular fucking magazines. But if you're looking at the shooter way, magazine. Now, putting the scope out, because he said I had uh, alcohol or whatever, drugs on his breath or whatever before he went to the show. You could think scope as the fucking, um, you know, the, what's it called? The mouthwash shit. You can look at it like that. Or you can look at it like the sniper shit. And that's just, that's just a crazy skill. Like, you just can't deny it. Even if you don't like them, even if you don't fuck with them, you have to give props or props to do. And I always want to try to be objective and really look at things as giving people props when props to do. Because when you do a skill, like, by the end of the year, if... If nobody's done anything as close to darkness as far as skill level, that would have to be the verse of the year. Like I said, it's not verse of the year as far as a blockbuster verse that everybody can recite word for word. But just like on a skill level perspective, that's the best shit. And it's, I mean, Turn Twenty just started and not everybody's really dropped too much yet. But like, I don't know if maybe a Kendrick verse will probably come out or maybe Jay-Z sneaker verse out there like he did on What's Free with Meek Mill. But like, as far as just a, a skill that you could look at, like, damn, that's good. That shit was amazing. I can't even it's just this is mind blowing the shit this man could come up with. And I mean it's just different it's different levels, and that nigga's on a different level when it comes to shit like that. So let's talk about something bad real quick, you know, then we'll get then we'll move on from him and then Godzilla, right? He had he had my guy juice for a rest in peace, the juice it on the Godzilla track and it was going good. I was like, this could be a little single, you know, get, got juice right on the hook, I'm a monster. Get up and attend and I'm a it's great, Eminem. First two verses, he was rapping great. I loved it, but then Eminem had to go on Eminem. He just had to go on Eminem. He had to go in the third verse and just go and go and go and go and go, go 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 go. And that's what I mean. That's why I feel like that's the that type of thing that he does sometimes, when he just goes like overboard with the rapping. The casual, not the casual. The 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 diehard fan, they'll love it. The diehard fan. Will be like you, you, what are you fuck you talking about? That's great rap and that skill. Yeah, you gonna tell a man who's an actual rapper how? To-? I get that, right? I get that. But I feel like there's a time and a place. That monster song to me wasn't the time or the place. At the, at the end of it, it just not he was just going just for the sake of going. There's songs I love Eminem where he's just going. Rap God, that's we could do shit like that. When you want to rap like that, do it on a song like that. But when the monster song with Juice World is sounding like okay, I could hear it like a radio maybe playing this or this could get played here. And then, when you just go off on the third verse, you kind of diminish the song a little bit. Like, if I was to listen to that song now, I'd probably just listen to that in the first two verses and give them a start to the third verse and probably cut it. Because then it's like, alright, it's like you went overboard. It's like when you're a, a painter and you're painting something good and then it looks amazing, it looks great, and then you just start adding extra shit and then you fuck up the whole painting. Or a movie, when oh, this movie, the scene's going good. And then there's that random out there where you throw something random in there and ruin the whole scene. That's. I'm just equating his album to movies, cause that's the best analogy I could do it with, and he just ruins it, right? Godzilla, why are you doing it? I get it, you Eminem, you love to rap, you want to show the skill off. Do that on, leave that third verse for a different song, or on some deluxe version that you don't put out till later, later. Just verse Juice World, verse Juice World, let the song end with Juice World. Maybe talk and do like an ode to him, something like that. I, I don't. I, the whole rapidly rap shit is great, like I said, but that's why Eminem isn't for everybody that's why i don't think in no time soon there'll probably be a time where we're like oh yeah okay eminem's been putting out the best music uh, um the past however many years right that's why the people oh it's over for him nobody wants to listen to anymore because i mean honestly yeah people aren't accustomed to shit like that that's just, that could be the reasoning it ain't just because nobody appreciate bars anymore it's just like the, the everyday consumer now has been conditioned to. Two minute songs, one minute, 30 songs, even from the biggest artists. Like, even some of the biggest artists aren't, aren't putting out these four or five minute songs anymore. They're quick in a hurry because everybody nowadays has short attention span. With this one, we're on to the next one. I gotta listen to Revenge of the Dreamers. I gotta listen to uh, Mac Miller's album. I don't need another third verse from you where you're just going and going and going for no reason. All right, skip. I'm on to the next one. All right, like, what the fuck are we doing here? But that's really all like. That's the only critique of the album that I really have. There's some songs on there that's just like, all right, that's cool. I, I like the Ed Sheeran song, it's like uh, when you got Ed on the track, I feel like I, that that's the that's the song where you you make it the single type of song. Even the the song they had on, I think it was Revival together. I think they had a song on Revival together. Everybody was shitting on everybody's hating. On it. I love that song. I don't even know what it's called, but when I hear it, I love that song. I know people are like. How do you love it if you don't know that? Nigga, I don't know. I just fucking press play. I don't even look at the names and shit. I just press play. Maybe when I go back and I'm trying to, like, if I'm a discussing, like, how I looked up Leaving Heaven and Step I'll look it up then. But I'm not just straight up looking up shit just to, for the name and knowing the fucking name of the song. This is not how I listen to music. I just like to feel it and listen to it. I know it sounds cliche, but that's how I do. So, last one. Last one, then we'll move on to The um, Baby and Pop Smoking, what they got going on in their life. So, Into Deep. Is a very good song that I wasn't expecting, like an Eminem kind of to make, because I don't really hear nothing about his love life or how shit goes in his love life unless it's about, like, his baby mom, and I'm not really jiving too well. And, like I said, I could be wrong, there could be plenty of other, um, Eminem tracks where he's discussing his love life, and I'm not the biggest like Eminem. I did I used, when I first started YouTube, I was doing first time listening to this Eminem out there, so I'm not like the guy who's listening to Eminem back and forth. I know every song. Worth. So correct me if I'm wrong. I want to learn. If I'm wrong, let me know. So, but just the way he did "Into Deep" too. It's kind of like, um, the Darkness record, but Darkness that's on a whole other level. But just the way he did it, just the way it's like, I want to be with you. But you got a man too, and that's going. so you're in too deep. I'm in too deep. We can't be together. At this point, the lines are blurred because I feel like I'm cheating on my wife with you, but I'm also cheating on you and my wife because I love you. It is, it's just a dope, Um, just another dope reflection of Eminem just using his skill and his talent to do what he does, right? He's probably the best at that type of shit, right? He, he just is. He's just the best at that type of shit. I can't even, like... If he can figure out how to do better flows, and I feel like... It wasn't so abrasive sometimes when he rap. I could I feel like he could be respected in the same way that Lil, cause Lil Wayne and him are kinda similar in using punchlines and double time or triple like to draw you in and to get you like, whoa, god damn, he really just do that. Is that but the way Eminem goes about it is he just goes. Like he just he just going. Lil Wayne at least could fit it into the beat and make it into like a catchy type of song, if you know what I'm saying. I know people hate that comparison because every time I bring him Lil Wayne, people are like, he could never, Lil Wayne could never stand with Eminem. But hey, back in the day, <laughs> Eminem thought Wayne was standing. I, mean, I still think Wayne is like a better, makes better music. And I could look at him and say he's a better rapper. But that's here nor know, those guys are where they are. They're solidified. So that's all I got for music to be murdered by. Nice little 22-minute thing on all of that. Hope you guys enjoyed that little breakdown of some of the songs. And I, I advise you to go check it out. Like I said, it's like, it's it it might not be an album. Like you you personally, whoever's listening to this, might go out there and pick out songs here and there that they fuck with, that they vibe with, that they want to listen to. But for me, like if I was gonna listen to any songs off here again, it, it, I guess it would be um I'll listen to Godzilla, just you know what I'm saying, probably cut out that third verse. I'll listen to Darkness just because of the skill level of it. I do like that Yaya ya record. Um, with Black Thought and Royce, but I really just like Black Thought's verse because, like, a, even like a, even rapping wise, like a guy like Black Thought, right? He's one of the top MCs. The good, the way he raps, he's 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 rapping in a way like Eminem to where he's giving the double entendres, the punch signs and this like that. But just the way he flows is more It's easier to consume, right? And that doesn't make him less skilled than Eminem. I might, I, I would go out and let and say it makes him more skilled than Eminem to where he can do those type of things that Eminem does but make it consumable for somebody to want to listen to, you know what I'm saying? So on that track with three of the, I mean, I don't know who the fuck, um, D, D, D noun. Or I don't know who the fuck that is. Um, Q tip, but he's just on the, he's just on the hook, but on a, a song with lyricists, like M black thought and Royce, I say black, in my opinion, I say black thought held his own. And he was like the standout on that track. I do like that track. Uh, what else uh, The tracks would I probably listen to the Young and May track this is how I feel about the Young and May now we'll get out of here with the, after this one the Young and May track I feel like Young and May can actually rap really well I feel like on an album with Eminem what, that's introducing her to a whole new fan base in that she should have been like rapping she shouldn't have been doing the, the swag check type shit like oh um, I don't even remember the fucking words but it's more like a swag thing like she can actually rap so I feel like when you're going to be put on a stage with a guy who is going to rap after you like he's going to really rap you would want to put out a verse that's like some noteworthy some bar worthy shit because Eminem fans if they fuck with you they will gravitate to you and they will support you Joyner gets on shit with Eminem look at Joyner I'm sure he's captured hundreds of thousands or thousands of Eminem fans you know what I'm saying logic probably has captured a lot of Eminem fans um, just look at any reaction channel on YouTube. If you do Eminem videos and um, you're speaking, if you're gonna speak positively of Eminem, if you speak negatively, they'll tear you up in the comments. They'll dislike the video. Like I'm sure some of the comments that I made, people won't like it. Dis- but whatever. If you do those type of videos of Eminem and you like just dick ride them and don't even try to critique them, you'll gain that because f- that's what I had. I was gaining those fans, but once I kind of flipped, I was like, ah, eh, that's not that great. That's not. Then you get attacked. You know what I'm saying? So that's just the 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 Eminem fan base. They're they're a wild. They're a wild group of guys, man. So let's just get into the other things we got and then we'll head out of here um, for today. So, the baby, this is very interesting to me. The baby got into it with a security guy who was doing something. We're going to talk about what he was doing. But this, this is the first, because this is, how, this is how they'll do you, right? If you're a famous rapper, if you're a famous anybody, they'll put out the clip to make you look crazy, the clip to make you look bad. And not let you do the cleanup part, right? And you'll have to do the cleanup on your own after the fact, just so you can um, try to save Grace and save your. So here's the clip of the baby with some kind of Beverly Hills, um, Beverly Hills hotel employee. Let's just check this out real quick. That's the baby in the yellow. Boom! Thanos punch, not a punch, but a push. I ain't gonna lie. Initially, when I he in his face tap. Initially, when I seen these cracks in the wall right here. I wasn't focused on that. And if you're watching, there's like a some kind of artwork that looks like a crack in the wall. I thought the baby pushes nigga so hard that he cracked the fucking wall. But let's finish him giving a stern talking to. Putting his fingers in his face, thumping on his head, and he's out, right? So you see that crew, like, damn, the baby always fucking with somebody. Like, why you always gotta get it? Like, when I first, I was like, why you don't let, I don't know what happened, but like, when you're the big artist, let your security handle that shit, right? That's how I looked at it initially. What the fuck is he out here doing? He out here wilding. You know, say like he does like I can respect it that he handles his own situations. But then you look at it like, all right, you the boss. You really can't be getting in these scenarios and letting yourself get in situations because people are just going to sue you like the club promoter. Let your people handle that, because if you're around, they're just going to sue you. And if they see you like they did, they're going to arrest you because you're the big name. They're coming after you. They're not coming after nobody else. So the baby went on to his Instagram story. And he just explained the situation. And I feel him now. I I get it. Fucking push that motherfucker. Mush his ass. Do whatever you got to do. Because people don't know boundaries when it comes to celebrities. Because they don't act like they're everyday regular people. So, this is how the baby started off. That hotel worker you see me pushing, with quotations, came up to me outside the hotel and asked, could he record a video of me while I was holding my two-year-old daughter? I calmly and respectfully said no. Explaining him that he uh, that him posting a video of me at the time would compromise the safety of me and my child by letting social media know where we were staying. at. He went on to say after being told, uh, after being told no, still being on the clock at work, he walked to the other side of the parking lot, maybe fifty feet away, and zoomed in while recording a video of me and my daughter on Snapchat. After I politely asked him not to and gave him an explanation as to why I didn't want him to, why did it do that? Why is it going to long star? Um. Why to do that all right next next clip i then handed my daughter to her uncle and walked over to him as he was typing his caption on the video of me and my child not knowing that i saw him recording it and that i was over his shoulder catching him type the caption I told him to delete the video immediately and take his bitch ass back in the hotel and do his job since he wasn't capable of being professional enough to abide by company policy while doing his job outside of the hotel. Upon entering the hotel, I made him sit down and understand the fact that no video is worth the safety of my child being being compromised, especially after I politely explained to him the reasoning behind me saying no, not to mention the fact that he is at work and his job is to valet park cars, not record customers, and violate the privacy, which I'm 100% sure is against employee policy at the hotel. Being a celebrity and being liked by the public is cool and all, but I'm a father before anything, and my number one priority is providing for and protecting the interests of my child. And anybody that don't respect that, I don't want your respect. And TMZ, while y'all continuously attempt to assassinate my character, like I said, they, just, they throw out the video without trying to give you context, Um, With y'all incomplete and judgmental stories, y'all let the Beverly Hills AC Hotel know that my lawyer will be in contact and if they don't provide my legal team the video of their employee violating company policy by asking me to continue to record me and my child outside of the hotel while he was supposed to be doing his job, the same way they're providing them the video of my reaction, I got a big, pretty-ass lawsuit on the way with their name on it, Baby. I like that. I respect the way that he went about that. You know, Put out your side of the story. Let them know what's going on. And if people still got a problem with that at the end of the day, then that's just their problem. There's nothing you can do to get those people on your side. So I respect it. Um, Like I said, it's it's with these these people, these fans. They got to know boundaries. They need to know respect. So you have to put people in the situation. You have to press these people. They think because you're famous, you won't do nothing. Especially when it's different when it's just you. When it's just you and they're filming you, they're in your face they're doing all that. That's one thing when you got your baby with you, you got your child with you, and people are pressing you, and people are coming, running down on you, that's when action should be taken. And whatever action he felt was necessary in that, aside of killing the guy, right, aside of killing the guy, if the baby would have knocked him out, if the baby would have punched him, I would have been like, salute to that guy right there. He's thinking about his kids. He's protecting his kids. The valet boy just shouldn't have done that. I don't know what made him think that that was even a cool thing to do. I don't even get the the good part. I don't even get the the point of recording a celebrity or somewhere just for the, the the just to show that they're somewhere and just to get. I think the thing is to put something like that on your Snapchat and people are gonna want to communicate with you. They're gonna want to talk to you. They're gonna be like, "Oh, did you talk to him? Oh, damn, that's cool. Oh, that people just want to get comments. They want to get love. They want people to talk to them. So they'll do that just to knowing that having some kind of celebrity interaction on your page is gonna get you attention. People are gonna want to talk to you about it, but is it worth that sit-down meeting that you just got? Is it worth possibly losing your job at... I mean, I don't know how much you're fucking making a valet, but is it worth you losing your job? I'm sure that guy was sitting there shitting bricks. He was scared for his fucking life. He had a baby standing over... The baby was standing with his legs over this nigga's legs. like anything. You, as soon as you make a move, I'm... Boom, boom, bopping your, you know what I'm saying? So, fans, people, leave these celebrities alone, especially... Especially when they're with their kids, I know a lot of us don't understand because we're not famous, but I'm not famous, and I understand I know that it ain't the way you're supposed to do shit. I would never approach a celebrity when they with they, they family when they with their kid- it's just common it's just common sense it's it just doesn't make it, like i seen um y'all probably don't know nothing about these people, but I'm gonna just bring it up just because they're not even they're not even on that type of time but just I look at that, it's crazy. Like, there's this guy named Nick Fuentes. He's like an alt-right, whatever. That's, that's from why I don't know him from a fucking can of paint. What I've seen, he's some kind of alt-right guy, America, national, whatever the fuck, right? And then there's Ben Shapiro, who's like a conservative commentator. He's really he's really big, right? So, he, they're in L.A. He's walking in the street. He's got his kid in the stroller. He's got his daughter on the side. He's got his wife who seems to be pregnant. They're trying to cross the street. And this Nick Fuentes guy is with at least six or seven other people as they're walking by because they got like a little beef. He's harassing this man. Like he, this nigga with his kids. Like, what are you? There's even a lady like he has his family. Like, what are you doing? Right. Like the famous shit. That's cool. You fuck with my music. I appreciate that. I'll dap you up. Maybe if I'm not holding my daughter. I'll take a picture with you. You know what I'm saying? With no definitive like markings of where we're at. Just like a quick like pic where nobody can really know where we're at but even a walk up, can I film you with your daughter? Like where do we get so bold to think that that's the right thing to do, or that's the the smartest way to go about asking somebody to do something for you? So salute to the baby, man. I think he handled it beautifully. I think there's no other way you can handle that situation than that. Teach somebody a lesson. He didn't beat him up. He didn't beat his ass. So, I mean, Hey, he pushed him hard as fuck. But besides that, don't fuck with people with kids. You see that movie. Don't fuck with cats. And how that gets people outraged. I think it should be don't fuck with people with kids. Don't fuck with people in general. Like if you don't know how this person gonna react to you running up on them, just don't do it. Innocent picture, yeah, it's cool. But like weirdly recording people just to be recording, and they don't know what the fuck you're doing. They don't know if you're trying to set them up. Like these people gotta be vigilant when they thinking about shit like, why is this nigga recording me? He ain't asked for a pic. He ain't asked for nothing. He ain't say, hey, the baby, I fuck with your music. You just recording, and you got a regular phone. I'm assuming you ain't on no paparazzo shit. You're not. Um, with the fucking big extended you know, like I would know if you paparazzi or some shit, but you just out here doing whatever. You were trying to line me up, hey boys. He at this hoe. I'll text y'all when the nigga coming down. Run. They don't know what you're doing, so they gotta you know what I'm saying. Approach you in a certain type of way. And like I said, when it comes to the kids, I respect it. The baby, you know, salute y'all. You know, Ain't no, uh, ain't no critique about that on my part. Do what you got to do because I got a kid too. And if I was a little famous and there's people out here wilding around my kid, I'm not saying I'm the toughest nigga in the world, but behind your kid, that <laughs> that that uh that father bear will most likely come out at you. So let's get to Pop Smoke and let's get out of here. You guys have a, let you guys have a great day, man. So rapper Pop Smoke is charged with stealing a $375,000 Rolls Royce. The Rising Star is accused of transporting the car in New York from LA. It was found outside his mother's Brooklyn home. I don't know where they live, but you know he'd be outside. I don't know if he has enough money to move his mom out the hood. But if you got a Rolls Royce in the hood, um, that shit sticks out like a sore thumb. So that's um, dumb mistake number one, especially if you stole it. So, Pop Smoke was emerging last summer as one of the hottest young rappers from Brooklyn, scoring collaboration with like Travis Scott and Nicki Minaj. He was on the Jack Boy's um, new album he has, Welcome to the Party, which was big before Nicki got on it, but I think when Nicki got on it, it added another layer of like what it could be. So then on Friday hours, before he was scheduled to perform at a concert in New York, he was arrested at Kennedy International Airport. He had just returned to New York from Paris Fashion Week. In an odd plot twist to the meteoric rise of the music career, Pop Smoke, 20 years old, is accused of stealing a black 2019 Rolls Royce that he had borrowed for a music video in California. According to an indictment and law enforcement official, investigators believe he arranged for the Rolls to be transported to New York City on the back of a flatbed truck and then posted a photo on Instagram showing him in front of the stolen car, the official said, which is just... We're gonna get to how how many ways to Sunday this shit's stupid. So, the image has been since taken down from Instagram, but it's still visible on Facebook. Pop Smoke, whose real name is Bashar Jackson, was charged with a crime rarely seen in a federal indictment. Interstate transportation of a stolen vehicle. Pop Smoke pleaded not guilty this single count on Friday. The car's worth the estimated $375,000 it has been returned to the owner and law enforcement officials say. So last month, investigators found the Rolls Royce parked outside the home of Pop Smoke's mother in Canarsie area of Brooklyn. Um, Officials who spoke to the condition of anemone to discuss the continuing investigation License lights had been changed and the windows had been tinted. So this nigga went and customized the nigga car, changed the license plates, tinted that bitch. I like he, he went out here and customized my guy's shit. So, um, I'm not going to really read. Uh, oh, this is too much to read. Pop Smoke responds. to just question wearing a white hoodie with Mona Lisa face on it. In stripped green velour sweatpants. He was released on $250,000 bond and is prohibited from traveling outside the United States without the government's permission. He is also barred from any contact with gang members or with the owner of the Rose, Mark Cohen, a lawyer for him, uh, declined to comment. So, stupid, stupid move by pop smoke and i know y'all love these guys so yeah yeah don't critique him he's young he doesn't know that i don't want to hear shit this is dumb right to me this is an attempt to look like you got it when you don't got it yet so i don't know it could come out later now i'm just i'm just gonna i'm moving off of what information i have now Would I like to retract later on if something else comes out? Yeah. So let me give the, if, if this scenario happened, I would retract. If it was a scenario where pop smoke didn't have direct contact with this guy and somebody said, Hey, I'm giving you this car. It's part of the record deal. But like, I don't know how he got the car. If that's the case, he's like, Oh shit, take this shit back to New York. Dog. That's lit. Appreciate you. Uh, whatever record company, whatever manager, whatever, whatever like that. He thinking it's his shit. He takes New York. He do his thing with it. Right. If that's the case, all retracting, everything I'm about to say is null and void. But if it's true, which is looking like, you know what I'm saying, hey, looking allegedly like it's true, he's an idiot. It's another stupid move. You want a Rolls Royce so bad that you're willing to steal it from California to New York. From California to New York. This ain't a Honda. This ain't a beater. This ain't a damn old fucking 1999 Honda 6. Some bullshit that somebody would miss if they didn't have it no more. But it's not... Something of this caliber. Like if a nigga steal your $400,000 Rolls Royce. You're, you're going to be really diligent, diligently, actively looking for where my car is. Especially if I know the last time I had my car was me handing it off to I maybe his team or him directly for a pop smoke music video. Because I'm sure when you do car exchanges, you use my car for your video, you're signing an insurance thing. You're, you're signing shit. We know who has my car. Pop smoke, says he stole it around November December time. So I'm like, okay, was he popping already November December? Welcome to the party, been out. I played Welcome to the Party featuring Nicki Minaj at my wedding. My wedding was November second, so it's been out. He's been buzzing. He's been popping. But these guys commit crimes when they get famous for 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 no other reason. To, to me, I can only look at it it's like I want to look cool in the hood. I want to go back to hood and be like, look at my rose, nigga. I'm really young. I really got money like that. Because maybe he wasn't getting too much money from Welcome to the Party, Dior, and all that. He wasn't getting the money that other niggas in New York are getting. He's not, maybe not getting that. man. Maybe he got a weird deal where they're not. he's not getting a lot of You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the Party wasn't like a huge internet. Like I said in a different video. It's not a huge national, I feel like, smash where he's getting. It's not like a panda. You know what I'm saying? panda, when shit like that comes out. It's crazy. and he, I'm saying designer because he's from New York, too. Paying to go out, that's like out, that's like a certified hit. It's like close to being number one. It's like hella high on the billboard. That's what that is. Pop Smoke ain't like this. So I feel like this is a victim of circumstance of maybe his street elements, thinking he can get away with it, which I don't know why the fuck you think we get away with it. It just doesn't make sense. It's, just it's stupid. And him feeling that pressure to put out there to the people, put out there to the world that... I'm doing good. I'm pop smoke. I'm out here. Look at me in my rose, nigga. Shit's shit's good over here. Shit ain't sweet. That I got. You know how niggas be talking when they be in they swag. Just look at me. I'm that nigga. When they in that bag, you know how they get. So I'm not gonna pull no punches. Is stupid. He's an idiot. If he gets locked up for it, I mean, hey, that's just on you, brother. I don't want to see people in jail, but you gotta come on. You gotta you gotta have something on your noodle. You can't you can't blame like, oh, I'm in the streets. That's why I didn't know. You know, nigga. You gonna steal a four hundred thousand car from Cali to New York and park it in front of your mama house? You tint the windows, you change the license plate. You obviously whoever has a Rolls Royce is a rich motherfucker, because you ain't just got no Rolls Royce and you just broke out here. Especially a twenty nineteen Rolls Royce. You just ain't broke out here. He got the money, he got the resources, he's come do find his Rolls Royce and they found it at your house. Outside your mama house. Your mama had to put up her house for collateral to get you out of jail for that. They say you're facing 10 years. I know that 10 years should be, you know what I'm saying, that's like the, the max. We're going to put that out there in the media I talk to, to make everybody look like, oh, fuck, Pop Smoke's gonna get, probably not going to get 10. He might not get any time. Who knows? But it's a very... I mean, maybe even he he probably look like, fuck, that was stupid. Why'd I do that? He might look at himself like he's stupid. But if he try to come out and defend him with some... Man, nigga, I'm out, I'm out here. Uh, that's what I... Do. All right, send that nigga to jail. <laughs> like, he... Because obviously there, there's nothing that's going to persuade him from not doing some dumb shit and that's just some dumb shit like i can't i can't hold i can i'm sorry I, I just want person i'm just a person who can't hold sympathy for just overtly stupid shit i just can't do i can't hold punches to overtly dumb shit like that i'm going to get this guy's car for a video sign my name sign my company's name sign management whatever you do to get a car for a video and then i'm gonna load this nigga shit up on a flatbed take it to new york park it at my mama's house get it tented change it uh change the license plate like, it's going to be sweet. Like, this guy's never going to come look for his Rolls Royce ever again. When I could have just chilled and waited and possibly got my own Rolls Royce um, by just continuing putting out good music, do some shows, do this, make smart investments, get my own Rolls Royce so I don't got to worry about facing 10 years in jail. But no, we live in an area era full of dummies that just do dumb shit. I, like, I'm happy with my other video I made about him and Casanova beefing it. They seem to, this the situation kind of made them like, kind of squash it. Like I said, if you didn't kill your brother, your mama, your sister, whatever, there should be no beef there. If you want Brooklyn to thrive, you shouldn't even like let that shit happen. But you just got to look at the situation like, ah, that's stupid. Why do you do that, man? Come on. You just got to be smarter, possible. That, that's that's really the, the you just got to be smarter when it comes to shit like this. But that's all I got for you guys, man. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. D-Friend, subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes and Spotify. Search up the D-Friend show for your daily Monday through Friday dose of you know what I'm saying? What goes on in my mind and what I think about. We're gonna have more tomorrow. We're gonna speak on circles. We're gonna speak on revenge of the dreamers. We're gonna speak on these things tomorrow. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Make sure you share. Let people know that you're listening at the D-Friend show on Instagram. Let them know you're listening. Let them know you're watching, whatever you're doing. I really appreciate it. So I got for you guys. Um see you guys tomorrow, man. Have a great day. Peace.